podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Man there trying to stop Drogba getting himself into further trouble. It's not a bad ball for Pelé on the right side. It's Carlos Alberto. And what a great goal that was! Carlos Alberto! Maradona just walked away from Hoddle then. things ruined do you want to introduce yourself like maybe where you're from in spain or like what football team you support or something uh well i'm from the south of spain uh, maybe you have heard about malaga or granada which are like yeah, most, the most famous cities also sevilla well i'm a, i'm a i'm from a province in andalusia um mm-hmm. so the south uh, we have yeah. um, a team in the okay. second division yeah yeah almeria they yeah, they were, in the, they were in La Liga for a while, right? So you usually like... Yeah, they were like 10 years ago or okay. something like that. <laughs> so no, not so, so recently. We were... <laughs> we were... Yeah, yeah. We were... Yeah, no, maybe, maybe less than 10 years. I don't even remember. Um, but anyway, we, we got bought by a, a Arab uh, guy and uh, he's putting a lot of money in the team. Um, okay. Yeah, but I think it's... Uh, it's it's not like a um, city or or okay. No, he's not putting in enough money. Yeah, or PSG. Still, still in the second division. <laughs> I, I'm afraid it's more like Malaga, where I came oh, okay, so I left. Um, but but uh, I I support my um, the team from my town, but I'm a Real Madrid fan. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. So I must ask you about Real Madrid because this is the first time there's no. Real Madrid players in the Spain squad for the Euros. Like, what is your feeling about that? You know what? I think it's. Uh, I was speaking with some friends about it, and and that tells you a lot, right? Real Madrid. Um, right now, you cannot even buy the best Spanish players. That that is. Uh, so they are speaking about uh, Mbappe and uh, and Holal and and man, they cannot even buy or Zabal or or Gerard Moreno or or Pau Torres. You know, those those the best Spanish players are, are no longer playing in Real Madrid. So um that is like a reality check for uh for uh for uh, the the fans. Yeah. Surreal like uh, I don't know like a fall like because when you think about like the great Spain teams of maybe a decade ago, of course they had like a lot of Barcelona players, but it was like half and half and that was like unimaginable to see like a spain team without even sergio ramos in the in the side yeah actually uh, yeah we we will i guess we're going to speak about spain and on the golden years with the, the barcelona yeah. and but yeah but in that team you had you had people who were 
really, really important as Xavi Alonso, which was a Real Madrid player, Sergio Ramos, even Arbeloa, which is like yeah. low key player. Uh, but he was, he did his role in the team and he actually performed fantastic in that, yeah. in those years in the, in the national team. Um, also Casillas, come on, Casillas was like the, the saint of, of Spain. Yeah, one of the best goalkeepers in the yeah. world. Uh, so, so yeah, we, we always, we always say that it was Busquets, Xavi, Iniesta, of course, but the Real Madrid players were key in the team. Uh, but, but yeah, no longer, that no longer uh, exists. It's like, we are not the, the top team right now. Um, what 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 about all the new lads though? The new people that have joined the Spanish squad now. Um, are there anyone in particular that we should watch out for during these years? I will. Well, I think because of the final of the Europe League, it's not no it's no longer a surprise. But Pau Torres and Gerard Moreno are fantastic. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, what I like from Gerard Moreno, what I like to say is that he's like the Spanish Benzema. It's like that type of player who is not like a killer or like, even though he scored like 23 goals this season, which is, in we come from the years of Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi and now 23 goals doesn't sound... It's like a yeah, decent... Yeah, yeah. it sound amazing, but, but come on, the best players in, in uh, the Premier League, they score like around 20-something goals, not nothing yeah. crazy, like Salah and... and Hurricane and 26 goals, yeah. 23, 25, not like the 40 or 40 something that Cristiano Messi yeah. used to score. So, um, yeah, I will say Gerard Moreno, Pau Torres, um, uh, they are, yeah, also, I also like um, this guy from uh, Napoli, uh, oh, Fabian. Yeah, ah, yeah, fantastic yeah, player. Yeah. He's yeah. he's very good. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's because it's some there is something very funny in Spain when our players are playing in another leagues, we totally forget about them. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it's very. I think it's the same in England. It's like uh, with Trippier playing with playing with Atletico Madrid. Everyone was like, yeah, Trippier is like <laughs> who's that guy? Uh, yeah. But yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I think there is a guy in the Premier League. That come on this year, um, West Ham it did fantastically, and mm -hmm. and for Nals, this guy, Spanish guy, uh, nobody spoke about that guy in in Spain. And come on, West West Ham did like, well, did they end up in Champions? No, uh, they finished. I think they finished just outside in in the Europa League. Oh, all right, but still, that's fantastic for a team that was almost like in relegation zones in the previous years. Yeah, so exactly. And I think like the midfield three, like if it's like Pedri, Rodri and Koke, like that's like a midfield, which is as good as any other. Yeah, in, I, in... I'm, I'm not a big fan of Koke, uh, okay. but I had to admit that that guy has something. And it's like, um, it's like this type of player that gives it all. And, and I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um, and I think we need we need that in a, in Spain because we are always like these classy classy players that sometimes we need that that guy who really fights and and gives something extra. And yeah. so I, I like Koke. I think he's going to be um, in the eleven um, for the Euro. 
Yeah, and you and you have been doing very well recently, two thousand twenty-one, with the World Cup qualifiers going on, and then you had the six-zero uh, win against Germany earlier on. So yeah, that that was uh, one of the best things, uh, uh, the best uh, matches that we have done in in recent years. Yeah, I can uh, imagine. <laughs> but, but we, I always have the feeling that Spain always have that match or those matches when we are in the qualified uh, time that, that Spain makes fantastic. But then um, we're, yeah, that, that doesn't give, uh, I don't know, that doesn't, how would you say it? Yeah, it doesn't um, automatically translate into the performance the during the tournament. Exactly, exactly. Um, and it's very interesting because I'm from Germany, and for us, it's ten it tends to be reversed. The opposite, exactly. Yeah. So whenever we po- perform very poorly in the last matches before the big tournament, then that's kind of a good omen. But then if we do well, then ah, you know, <laughs> don't be a happy. Funny to thing on. is that these days we at work we were speaking about because all these uh, fantasy things for the Euro. And uh, who's going to perform well? I always say the same. Come on, Germany is going to be like semi-final or final. <laughs> like, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> but if you see they didn't do that well, it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. They're going yeah. to minimum semi-final. Like, that's, yeah. that's Germany. So uh, I always trust them. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, um, something, uh, something, at least something good that changed in Spain it was that I remember back in the days that we used to be, we, we call ourselves the world champions of the friendly matches because we were doing so great in friendly matches against top teams and winning all these matches and then going to the uh, Euro World Cups and then nothing. Uh, so I like that that has changed and now we have like trophies and, and yeah, and we don't do that well in, in the qualify, but then we perform okay in the tournaments do you have like a favorite memory from that like uh like three tournament win streak in a row um uh, yeah i well I, I have a couple of memories from uh, matches in the euro uh, because i remember you uh you sent me this uh, question previous to the interview like uh yeah, something that you remember, first memory. Yeah. I, I actually remember the my first memory is the Euro from England. It was in 96. I think that yeah. is when I follow the Euro. Before that one, I don't remember the, the Euro from 92, where mm-hmm. Denmark won. But Denmark, yeah. Yeah. I, don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember that one. I think I was nine years old, so I didn't care about that. But I remember the one in England. But I think... A match that we all remember in Spain, it was in France. Was it France, the next Euro? Uh, it was Belgium, Netherlands. Belgium, and Netherlands, yes, exactly. That we won a match against Yugoslavia 4-3. Oh, the, yeah. yes, it's like crazy game. They scored like two goals in, yes. in out of time. That was one of the best <laughs> memories that uh, I had. And, and obviously, um, when we won the first Euro, because I think the yeah. first Euro is what changed everything, what changed yeah. that history of losing and, mm. and being this uh, yeah good team but never winning anything, and and that changed everything. In, and 
And that's why um, everybody is going to remember forever Luis Aragonés because he's the guy who changed. The men- who I would the say the mentality. Right? It was what, what yeah, changes. Yeah. Because we always had good players. We always have, I don't know, we had Raul and we had uh, Guardiola and we had uh, yeah. fantastic players in the past, Hierro or, and yeah, um, uh, but nothing. And so I say, yeah, I will say those two moments were that match and and that Euro in that um, when uh, uh, Torres scored the goal in the final against Germany. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, um, that's all right. I, I think it's very interesting because I do think that Germany and Spain are somewhat in a similar position now because they've had a very successful era and now they're in this transition phase with the new squad with young people and players coming in. Yeah. And so the question of this Euros will be, um, will it work out to what extent? Yeah. Will they successfully, you know, you know get what into like, the footsteps of, of their You know what I like to say? I like to say that uh, the football... Uh, yeah, it has has to um, be grateful with Spain because thanks to us, Germany has not like six or seven tournaments. <laughs> 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 so, so uh, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are lucky that we have Spain, so Germany don't win like five or six times. Um, True. Yeah. Uh, also, South Africa. There was also you guys. Yes. Yes, I remember. It was uh, was it the semifinal? Um, yeah, yeah the it was semifinal. the semifinal. Yeah, yeah, Puyol scored. Yeah, scored, and we were doing so great before that against Argentina <laughs> and against England. But then yeah. you guys came along. Right. Yeah, didn't stand a, start, a chance. Yeah, actually, fantastic header. That goal was insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's what I said. That we we yeah, we're lucky that we have Spain. So Germany didn't win more. It's, it's very boring. Right. Germany is always winning. Uh, fair point. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. I have I have one final question, and then I'll uh, let you go. It's it's the question we're asking everyone: if you were able to go for a drink, a beer, or a coffee with a Spanish player, past or present, who who would it be? Ah, uh, that's uh, yeah. Probably uh, we. I think everybody will say Reina. The goalkeeper because he's yeah he's uh, the, the, the fun guy he's a fun guy he's a fun guy and uh, he's always the guy who take the lead on the celebrations and mm-hmm. and he's uh, it's, he's funny it's the role of the third choice goalkeeper you've got to be the guy who uh, brings the party yes yes it is I think that many people make jokes in Spain about that he's only going for yeah. the celebration not he's not going to play or anything. Uh, yeah, probably seems like a valid me. reason for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. For for joining us and uh, my pleasure. Take good luck with the tournament. Yeah. Good luck for for your teams too. Th- All right. Thank you so Bye much. Bye bye. Bye. Um, to kick things off, do you want to just briefly introduce like how long you've been in Sweden or um, what brought you to Scandinavia, that kind of thing? Sure. Yeah. No. I I just moved to to Denmark about three years ago now, um, just for the 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 sake of it, the enjoyment of it. Um, but then my girlfriend's Swedish, so I moved to Sweden. Uh, yeah, two and a half years, close to three years ago now, um, because she was living in Malmo, and uh, that's how long I've been here for. Yeah. Do you feel like you will be supporting full in on the on the Swedish national team, or will it be somewhat kind of? 
contrarian about about it. Yeah, it's hard. Um, so like I'm Australian, my mum's British, um, and I've got a lot of British mates here, Scottish mates, uh, and they ask like, who are you support? Because like, oh, you're going to get on with the UK, uh, with England, um, uh, Scotland, because there's some Australian players there. I think I have to go Sweden because I've called this my home now for a few years. That's it. The plan is it's going to be my home in, in the EU. So uh, yeah, I think it'll, it'll be Sweden all the way. Just okay, to... Sweden all the way. How did you actually get into get into football? Because in I mean, in Australia, it's not the yeah, main yeah. sport. I mean, funnily enough, it's actually the most played sport in the country. Uh, it's just not the most watched and um, and funded. Uh, my cousin was a professional footballer. She played for the Australian national team oh, wow. and um, for Brisbane Raw Women's. Um, yeah. So she was kind of like the influence for myself and um, my sister from a young age. And my sister plays semi-professional now hoping to get a professional contract as well oh, okay and and you are you still look are you still living the dream of or no <laughs> god no no i've accepted <laughs> where i am a long time ago yeah i can make up all the excuses yeah too, yeah, too injury the prone to this to that yeah yeah i live vicariously through others now you could say but do you do you play here in uh, in sweden like, yeah so. yeah um uh, we uh, we got screwed over last uh, season with kind of like how um, the Swedish FA and Swedish government responded to coronavirus. And so our, our season or our club just got put in the bin, basically. Um, uh, and uh, this season is finally about to start this weekend after about five, six delays, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. And I run a, a casual football group within Malmo as well for people just so we can get together and enjoy some games. What is... Well, we, should, we should come by one, one, yeah, one day. Yeah, if you ever want. Yeah, it's about... <laughs> 370 members now it's called the hangover fc malmo and um before COVID, we used to run like two casual games a week uh and then it's kind of like how uh, i mean i've met everybody i know here it's like expats it's kind of hard to meet people um when yeah. you first move so like-minded people all getting on board with football going to bars mm -hmm. watching games that sort of stuff yeah and from like uh from swedish people that you've spoken to what do they say about the swedish national team's chances of about this tournament yeah it's it's interesting like i remember um watching them at the 2018 world cup quite closely because uh uh Euler Toivonen was going to be going to Mel mm -hmm. melbourne Vic victory yeah um so it was going to be interesting yeah. and he was phenomenal uh at the tournament for his age especially at the time but i mean i can't be you couldn't be too upset i guess going out to england when they did um did pretty well and then this tournament coming up i mean i think they'd have to be uh more optimistic than they were at the 2018 world cup uh i mean the group isn't a cakewalk by any means but i think spain maybe aren't as strong as they look on paper um mm -hmm. with the opening game there uh sweden has some quality uh young players and they've still got the experience of like sebastian larson in the squad robin olsen's a decent mm -hmm. national team goalkeeper and you're like kulosevsky alexander isaac um uh, kwaison uh coming through I'd like to think, my personally, I'd like to think they get through to like the yeah quarters sort of stage um, for sure. And uh, I think uh, a lot of hopeful Swedes would say maybe we can sneak through to the. It's interesting because they were maybe. such a surprise package in the World Cup in eighteen. Like I think people were really surprised that they actually mm. like did well and were able to reach a quarterfinal. And like since then, but then also they had the whole thing with Zlatan, you know, doing the big thing about coming out of retirement, and then yeah. he got injured. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and like, 
No, I was, and like the, there was obviously like the yeah. was he going to st- go to the Euros with them when he was brought back into the national squad talk, and um, I think yeah, I think you you had such a mixed bag. Like you had people who have the opinion of yeah. like it's Latin, you've got to have him. You have the people who have the opinion of look how we played last World Cup, uh, we're a more complete team, and then you have the Malmo fans who now just despise him for him getting a um, a share yeah. in a Hammerby and. Uh, and want to cut every statue down. At the they, they, they've knocked down so. this statue, right? Or did they put it back up? Yeah. Oh, God. It was a funny, what, two weeks, I think, maybe three weeks it went for because we yeah. used to play right next to the stadium and there's like cops everywhere and they had big fences up. But I mean, give it till 4 a.m., someone will jump in. And yeah, they ended up getting it, getting it down. Yeah, but even the coach for some time was somewhat critical of Slatan's return, right? I think Slatan knocked on the door four times and every time he said, nah, we, we won't have it. I believe so, yeah. There's always like little reports and ins and outs. And I never really know what to truly believe. Yeah, yeah and I, I'm dubious as to what, you know, Slatan's interpretation of the truth <laughs> yeah. is quite uh, yeah. fluid. But... <laughs> Everyone wants Slatan all the time. Can't get enough of Slatan, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think I think they'll be pretty interesting. Like, I think the group is, I mean, everyone kind of say that like Spain probably be the top, but then like Slovakia and Poland are probably at at Sweden's level. Yeah, I think. like, I mean, I think Poland for the most part rests on the shoulders of Lewandowski. Um, I mean, he's just come yeah. off the best season of his life. So, uh, exactly, I, yeah. I, I, I truly, I, I haven't looked at his his national team uh, performances too too in depth. Um, I'd like to think that he's going to be what yeah is, is bringing them along. I know like uh, Piontek is out injured for the the um, Euros, so he's not there. Uh, decent back line for them, so yeah, it'll, it'll that'll I, that'll be a, a crucial game for sure. I'd like to think that Sweden gets past Slovenia. Um, Slovakia, uh, Slovakia. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and I, I truly think I, they can pull out like a a one-one draw uh, with Spain. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with Laporte coming into that back line, I don't know how kind of gelled it's going to be in there for them. Yeah, it's. A, it's I think it's interesting because Spain are very much like a, kind of at the beginning of a new cycle. Like you know, mm-hmm. they had the, the great generation, and now things have like changed, and people for are sure, unsure yeah. as to how much settled this kind of new generation yeah. will be. But yeah, have you exactly. Got, yeah, have you got? Uh, you haven't got any tickets for the games, have you, in Sweden, or what's your? No, plan? it's been very confusing as to to what what the situation is, how they're going to go about it. Um, yeah, we we kind of, at least for myself and some friends, that we haven't really been looking at that too too in depth. Like last World Cup, I know in in like some of the parks throughout Malmo, they um, would have big screens up, yeah. and everyone can sit out in the park and watch the game, and they haven't decided on that yet because our restrictions are left uh, they lifted um yesterday uh mm-hmm. so we're hoping that's the case and the uh, the best chance then we can all be outside in like a big group um yeah. and watching yeah cool otherwise it'll just be with like your girlfriend's family and stuff i guess and, and yeah facing that yeah no i mean we can still congregate for the most yeah. part in in places that like you can go to pubs and stuff you've got to be a little bit separated so i mean everyone who wants to watch it will watch it and yeah i know uh I know at the very yeah. least she's got like dad, uncle, grandfather, people throughout who are just dying <laughs> to see a good performance. So yeah, they'll be they'll be pulling me through. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, I mean there's a unique appeal to public viewing, right? When everyone gets yeah. together. Yeah, exactly. 
and especially like kind of like you, you mentioned about Australia, like the, the culture is entirely different. Like I watched the 2018 World Cup there and um, it's sitting up at four in the morning sort of yeah. thing, watching games like my whole life ever watching like Champions League games. It's waking up before school at 5 a.m. To, to watch the game and just getting the last 10 minutes in before you get on the bus. So it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be it'd be nice to be in like that, that like 8 p.m. sort of around everyone yeah, is actual like-minded. football yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah yeah you can sit back have a beer and and like everyone's there for that purpose instead of like four people who are the the, the outsiders at a bar watching a game well but i do remember the same i was in australia 2012 i think and germany was playing and we stayed up all night just to have this at yeah. the very end but it's kind of a weird experience it's also nice like you've been drinking you've been out enjoying yourself and then this is the yeah. peak kind of of you going You're out the real diehards yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like i mean i'm obviously a, a liverpool fan and um, when we lost to madrid in the champions league final uh we had to get to the casino which was showing it at uh 10 p.m otherwise we'd be we wouldn't be let in yeah so we're drinking at the casino from 10 p.m all the way through to 5 a.m at the kickoff yeah watch the game and then i had a football game to play at two in the afternoon <laughs> i hadn't slept at all because i didn't have time <laughs> no but was a cr- not casino peak, for us as well yeah. casino next to oh. darling harbour was, was, was a good one <laughs> It's horrendous. It's horrendous. The things you do to watch yeah, football yeah. at home. Man. Yeah. All right, we have we have one final question that we've been um, asking everyone, and it's if you could go for a beer with a player, past or present, from for you. I think you, you can either choose Sweden or Australia or both if you want. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I had a thought about that. I mean, I, I think the obvious answer everyone would say is Latin. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what that experience would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how that would go, but um, yeah, there's one. I I, had, I was curious um, because of uh, uh, Pontus Janssen like, getting promoted with Brentford just recently yeah. and especially failing to get promoted. Uh, Losing the, the final prior. and then winning the next year. Yeah, um, I thought that'd be a, a curious like, little chat to, to have with him um, to see how he's experienced that because he's had a lot of ups and downs before that with Leeds as well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like I've met a few uh, Australian um national team footballers i've always wanted to to have a longer chat than i did with harry kill because he was a okay. ex-liverpool player like played in that that champions league final for 15 minutes or so um, <laughs> before he got injured so that's always been one for me but yeah i think pontus jansen will be an interesting chat from sweden yeah that's uh, a good shout thanks so much so uh, no um, boys good luck for uh good luck for sweden for the rest of the tournament and uh, enjoy enjoy <laughs> wherever you get to watch it yeah cheers cheers, cheers. awesome have a good night boys Bye-bye. all right take care man So our next guest is Boris here to talk about Slovakia. Boris, do you want to slight, uh, briefly introduce yourself? Maybe where in Slovakia you're from or what club football team you support, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Hey, Boris, I'm from Slovakia. Um, I am supporting, obviously, Slovakia and our home team, Slovan Bratislava. And from England, I'm a Liverpool fan. Nice. How did you become a Liverpool fan? Uh, yeah, it's nice to yeah, I think I was... What was that? 2005 was the final. Yeah. Uh, Champions League final. AC Milan. All right, that was 3-0 three, three down. Mm-hmm. I was like 10-year-old watching it, second half. My mom already like sent me to bed two times. Like I cannot watch it. I'm too, you know, like, I have a school next day and this kind of crap. I was like, okay. Then I was just watching it uh, a very, almost without any audio. And uh, yeah, I mean, that whole experience and uh, match... Um, that's basically what brought me to become a Liverpool fan. Mm-hmm. 
And what are some of the your happiest memories watching the Slovakian team? Was it the penalty shootout win against my team, the Republic of Ireland, in qualifying <laughs> or uh, knocking, no, out, knocking out our neighbours up north in the next round? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that will be that will be more um, <laughs> that will be more uh, true. I mean, best moments of our first qualifier qualifying. Um, like the the most important like qualifying game when we get qualified to World Cup in South Africa, so it was a playing game against Poland where where we play in like a total snow. Uh, it was um, like one zero in fifth minute by own goal Polish own goal. So it was, uh, and then we just stayed the whole game. Uh, it was one zero. It was pain to watch it. I was like biting my nails and <laughs> I was uh, really nervous if we, if we can make it. But then, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was yelling, I was celebrating. And and then we get, uh, yeah, then we get qualified. And then that as <laughs> a like, funny moment happened at the end of like, after the end of the match, one of the like TV anchors or commentators, he's like, went down to the pitch and make an like, interview with our goalkeeper. And then he was like, start kissing his hands and telling like, thank, thank for your blessed hands that you, you saved the, all the shots and that we could first time qualify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a really nice moment. Do you remember where you were you when you, when you watched the game? I was working at home okay. in Baisal, Slovakia. I was only like, what, 15 back then or okay. 14. Yeah. So then it's like the biggest moment. I think I think it was just by myself. <laughs> I think it was like a evening game as well. But yeah, I was definitely watching it by myself. So what do you think about Slovakia's chances at this tournament? I was reading that they're like the third most experienced squad in, in the tournament. So that's kind of mm. one of the oldest. And they kind of snuck through qualifying and now they've got... a pretty tough group with Sweden, Poland and Spain. Like, what do you think is the kind of expectations for Slovakia? Yeah, I mean, it is a tough group. Um, I, I And I know that our team is experienced because uh, we do have now a slight generational problem as we had in, like, ice hockey. And, like, this generation which went to... Uh, one World Cup and one Euro- European Championship is just getting turning 30 plus, obviously, and a few players already stopped from that uh, nice age era. Uh, golden, golden boys, I would call them not golden. They didn't win anything, but <laughs> for us, mm-hmm. like the quali- qualifying, it's is win, right? So yeah, I don't know. I don't have uh, big expectations from us. Uh, we are missing. Uh, striker we don't have any i don't believe we have anybody who who is like a sniper you know like uh, somebody who will just take it and score a goal so be very team team game playing one maybe like false nine striker or something like that and then like maybe some winger will will do something we do have some pretty like okay fast wingers and creative players and yeah, so I mean, but from games I saw before, this team plays on one zero one one zero zero. So I do not uh, expect any like yeah big big wins or rather maybe big losers. But I think the overall defensive approach would I don't know maybe Spain will be will be like big loss. But <laughs> let's see. Is is Hamzik still like the key man? Because obviously he was play. 
He was yeah. playing in China and now he's, I think he's was in Sweden and now he's in Turkey. So he's like kind of, his career is kind of winding down a bit. Is, is, like is he still in Sweden? I don't know. I think, I think he was he's, bit... he's left for a uh, transplant sport. At least that's what it's. Really? Like. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Maybe something was, he's cooking there. I, I don't remember. But yeah, I know he was playing in Sweden to get some match practice before the championship. And yeah, yeah, and, and then I think he injured, then he played like a seven games or something, but mm-hmm. so he was out for a while as well. But um, yeah, he is. I think he is. He plays in the in the national team since like eighteen, and now he's what I don't know what age is he actually, but I mean definitely more than thirty three. Yeah, there's a quite oh, yeah. a, there's yeah. a few players in the squad who are kind of like on the on the wrong yeah, side yeah, of like thirty, as they say. Well. <laughs> yeah, I know actually. A lot. But yeah, yeah, he is still still running the show, I believe. But um, in the game um, against Bulgaria, which was one of the last uh, matches, okay, there was like two two matches before. It was Bulgaria and it was Austria, mm-hmm. and both of them was like one one and zero zero. So I mean, I've seen the in the first one there was a creativity of the young um, creative midfielder called Laszlo Benes. He plays in um, he plays in Germany. He played in uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach and then on loan somewhere in Augsburg or some other like Bundesliga or second Bundesliga team. But he seems be promising. But I think Marek Hamsik is still key player for us because also Stanislav Lobotka, who plays in uh, Napoli under Gattuso, he is not playing under him. So so he was a very talented midfielder who could be. Uh, Mm-hmm. Who could be used very well, but this season is not since he changed from Celta Vigo to, to Napoli. It's like it's not, not that good. So I don't know. I think Mario Hamstig, yes, will be yeah. the leading and, our. And what do you think about, about Tarkovic, the, the coach? Because he hasn't been there for, for that long, right? He hasn't. He's, I mean, um, he's from Eastern, East Slovakia. I'm from West, so I'm from Bratislava. He's from Košice. But he, what I know is that he was an assistant to the coach who, who was leading us to last um, European Championship. Uh, so definitely he was part of uh, our um, like national team for a longer time. I think he was overall could also be in a under 21 team but i know that he is um he plays football not on any high level i know that he is like a tactician and like bookworm or or whatever they call him and then he is also like not as passionate he is more like uh analytical and 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 this kind of approach so it's really i don't know what to expect from him we will see i mean he he showed few games where yeah, I mean we are playing very defending football kinda for <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think he will be he will he would not survive this championship. He'll there will be after this one probably not prolong the contract. But is it because expectations are so high? I mean, or is it just because people are generally not very affectionate about him? Mm. I don't know if high expectations. I wouldn't say, but I mean that we qualify this is good. Like, like he can take off that that he made did that that that's like a primary goal. Even though we qualified through 
like third place playoff, right? So and and I think crazy. yeah, we didn't didn't like, he only come on anyways after the win against Ireland? So he was only there for the last qualifying match. That's true. He wasn't there for the game against Republic of Ireland, but exactly. he was the manager but for the game against Northern for Ireland. For the Northern Ireland one, <laughs> exactly. exactly. So, that's what I meant, but yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no I, I Thanks I for spelling it out. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it would just make it clear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe... I, okay, maybe he will get one more uh, qualification cycle, uh, but... I don't know. He needs to prove us and uh, what his uh, yeah direction with the national team is, and for now... I don't know. I, it's like he's a former assistant of the coach. Uh, he is now the one who, who stepped up. And I mean, the results are average for now. And I, I don't, I, but also the players are average. So, you know, like, what yeah. can I tell about his future? I mean, he has to work with <laughs> what he has. So, yeah. And I, I, if there was like a strength of the Slovakian team, like, I think the defense is reasonable. Like, the, the Bravka is a good goalkeeper and yeah, so like the kind of players that people will kind of recognize a bit more kind of there there is a bit of a solid base but then looking at the group when you start like on monday against poland yeah and then you have sweden and then you finish up with spain like where do you think slovakia will be able to get a win or because if they if, if they are to get out of the group they're gonna have to win one of one of probably those first two games i would you know what would what would be I mean, change from our previous two championship would be that both coaches before, as I said, were more uh, like um, emotional and they could really put players up for like high and big games, yeah. like like psych them up. And this guy, I don't know, I, I just see that that it will be there'll be like two draws and like one loser will be like one draw and two losers in our group and we will not win any game. Not sounding super confident. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's what I see as a reality. I mean, like, I'm giving our players chances as, like, Northern Macedonia or something. I don't know who is that. <laughs> like, no offense. I mean, we are just, like, not catching okay. up with uh, the some teams, like most of the teams, I believe. Turning it around, though, how would the atmosphere be in Slovakia if you actually make it to the group stage? How big would the euphoria be? I mean to like elimination stage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah um, I think it will be. It will be. I mean, we did it on both last championship, so. Um, so I think it will be it will be nice, but mm, I mean, our main sport is hockey. I believe national sport, and we still live from the two mm, thousands, two thousand five that era. Um, so I don't know football is. I mean, people watch it. Obviously, it's it's popular. There will be some fan zone outside, but um, only like big crowd or everybody's like celebrating was when the hockey players come with some medal, right? So football how, players how, they come how, to how the championship, they and then it's like, yeah, okay, watch it. There is an engagement, but it's not as 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 like um, big as hockey, I believe. How did Slovakia do in the World Championships? There was some hockey thing recently, I thought. Was there? Uh, they went in quarterfinals after ADS. They didn't qualify to quarterfinals. So. Oh, okay. It was a success. We had the youngest team, which is fun because now in football, we have one of the oldest teams. Yeah. But uh, in hockey, we had like a three 17-year-old players. So it was uh, on the like men championship and they were good. So they'll be like, I believe 
in next year drafts they'll be like oh, quite high as like uh like biggest gen- like best generation we had for last 15 20 years but doesn't that bode well for football now all I mean, the are- sports enthusiasm has to be channeled through this tournament or that they're all <laughs> playing hockey rather than football it's bad <laughs> yeah i i don't yeah we'll definitely need some more uh hype this thing uh, in between like a football players but like in general situation is in both sports in soccer is that like the players who play there they just play to get sell, sell somewhere outside or they like leave young to some italian junior club or some you know go for it i mean there's yeah from our league there's like nobody i guess oh yeah there's vladimir vice but he played like somewhere else <laughs> before he's just now 32 and playing in our league but our league you know doesn't generate that many players now uh like directly but there are a few like like Denis Vavra played in in, in Zilina but yeah in general from the young players I don't know I don't see if that he would be mm, picking any good nor there are any good like you know game changing players so Yeah, generational problem. Well, yeah, as you said, we have a old team, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so All that's right. why. But we can surprise. I mean, I have very low expectations, but it doesn't mean that can be can be changed. All right, I have one final question that I've been asking all of our guests, mm-hmm. and it's if if you were to be able to go for a beer with a player, past or present, who would it be? Uh, yeah, I would like. I would say it's a. Uh, It's a Mike Hamsik, which would be which would be quite a like a decent beer, having a yeah. decent beer. And if I would go um, for some party afterwards, then I would just go with Vladi Weiss, probably. <laughs> He's like more fun. Does he have like a party it. animal reputation back home? Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, once I think he was in a like Mercedes G class with like nine people, and like police <laughs> stopped them, and then it's like. <laughs> At 5 a.m., going out of some club, it was like, yeah, he was sitting on somebody's lap. Okay. <laughs> like a small kid, you know, like he was, like, he was not driving. He was like, yeah, because they, yeah, they, 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 they wanted to give him a, some, some fine or something. And he was like, I'm not driving. I'm just sitting on his lap <laughs> <laughs> to have some fun, fun uh, ending. Where are you gonna be meet up with some Slovakians to watch the game? Are you gonna be able to watch it with some yeah. Slovakians? I mean, I also have also like, yeah, I also have a Polish friends, and we will definitely watch the the game against Poland, and probably ask. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 going there with a with a just for having fun, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with some Swedes maybe, and I also have a Spanish friend, so I was like, I will probably invite both parties to to watch it in the in the fan zone. Yeah, per- perfect group. You've got a friend for all, for all the teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's also curious to you that you meet them, even though you're not very optimistic about the performance of Slovakia. Yeah, Honestly. I know. Like, it'll, be, it'll be fun. I mean, it's 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 in the stars, I guess. Like, we'll see. Yeah. All right, all Boris. Right. Thank you so much, and I hope you Slovakia exceed your expectations and you enjoy the tournament regardless. All right, thanks guys. Have a good one and uh looking forward to hear uh, this episode. All right. Me take right. care. All right. Yeah, take care. Take Have care. a good evening. Maybe to kick things off, do you want to maybe tell us where in Poland you're from or maybe like what football team you support that kind of thing? Uh I am from Gdańsk. Uh, it's on the on the north. 
big fan of uh, Lechia. Mm-hmm. Maybe you heard about Lechia. In past, they play with Juventus. Yeah, yeah, big team. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, now I move out from Poland to Copenhagen three years ago and want to stay here for longer. Mm-hmm. And here I I, I don't uh, I am not fan of you know FC Copenhagen on Brandby because it's uh, really tough <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, what do you think about the Polish national team at the moment? Do you think they'll have a good tournament this summer? Uh, yeah, I think uh, they are on the good way to to do anything on this uh, Euro. But we will see. We have uh, Spain in the group, so it can be uh, a little bit hard. But uh, we have new new coach already since one month, uh, mm-hmm. Paulo Sosa, uh, and he makes some revolution. So I hope cross fingers that. Uh, yeah, it's it's really strange that they, like they changed the coach like so close yeah, yeah, to the yeah, because, to the tournament. Because... Yeah, because last last coach was uh, okay, but uh, you know it was some problem with communication and atmosphere in uh, in uh, national team. That's why they decide to just uh, fire last coach and uh, hire this Paulo Sosa. So mm-hmm. We will see. Yeah. yeah. I think there was a similar thing going on in Slovakia, um, which is also in, in, in the group, and then yeah. Sweden. Um, what do you think about these two countries uh, when it comes to their odds against Poland? Uh, but which one? Uh... Slovakia. And Slovakia. Slovakia. Slovakia and uh, Sweden, yeah. uh, with Slovakia, we have always problems uh, because... Uh, in theory, it's uh, weaker than Poland because they don't have too much uh, uh, big players. But uh, in Poland, is always if you have weak opponent, uh, you you don't give one hundred percent, and uh, you know you you cannot tra- try to win really uh, easy they make it more complicated so if we have weak player we just play weak and uh, normally uh, it's disaster yeah but but does this also happen during the big yeah, tournaments yeah, 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 yeah. because I've, there's the same with german yeah, yeah. teams especially during the qualifiers yeah. um where you see this happening but usually i feel like that this changes as soon as the games actually yeah, matter yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know we've Many many times we play with some weak teams and uh, it was disaster because I don't know I don't know really why maybe maybe they think that ah it's you know it's easy match uh, easy three points or easy easy win but uh, in real it's not not so easy yeah <laughs> because all, always uh, everyone play for one hundred percent and try to win even if it's San Marino or or I don't know. What what the weak 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 team? Yeah. Obviously, everyone kind of knows about Lewandowski and like the incredible season he's had, yeah. like breaking Gilmore's uh, goal scoring record and everything. But who are some of the kind of other important players for Poland? Who you think will be if 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 Poland are to have a good tournament, they'll have to play well. Uh, we need some good goalkeeper. Okay, we have uh, Szczęsny, Fabiański, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Wojtek don't have uh, a good season in no. in this year. It's uh, 
pretty pretty fucked up sometimes and uh, i think i think uh, this is the most important thing uh, fabianski has had quite a good season yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so he yeah, might yeah. would he is there a chance that he might start over chesney uh we will see what what uh, coach will do with this because uh, in this season fabianski is much better than than Szczesny, but uh, uh, we will see i i think this is the m- most important uh, position if you want to do anything because you can you know try to do best when you have a weak uh, goalkeeper it's not possible yet mm-hmm do you have any highlights from watching the Poland national team? Like some games maybe that you particularly remember as being like... Well, yes, it's uh, two matches. Uh, one is from 2011. It was friendly match with Germany. Uh, <laughs> because uh, normally when with all qualification groups or in Euro and World Cup, in 70% we always get a Germany or England and this is our curse or something like this and uh, when we play in 2011 with Germany it was amazing uh, match because uh, in 91 minute we score for 2-1 and uh, from Pantley and then in minute 94 they uh, score for 2-2 and uh, it's finished like like uh, every time so yeah it was uh, really amazing match to to watch and the second one was <laughs> with england of course yeah. <laughs> and um, it was um, euro not Euro, sorry, World Cup uh, 2014 qualification. Uh, it was also pretty game because we losing till 70, and uh, in yeah in, in 70, Camille uh, Click score for 1-1, and it's awesome because uh, we always always have a problem with uh, England, England and Germany. This is our towards team the, to the bogey the... teams yeah 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 something like this yeah but i feel like there was a period when all the qualifiers it was always poland and Germany yeah, yeah, facing yeah, each other in the groups yeah. Yeah. all the time uh, even euro yeah. uh, world cup it doesn't matter yeah we need to uh, fight with germany or england it's like tradition something like that. yeah have, have you ever been to a match in person in the stage yes of course of course many times uh, last time it was i think friendly match uh, with uh, netherland i think yes and mm-hmm. uh, it was in my in my city so it was easier for me uh, and that was after some qualification uh, and Poland passed this qualification and Netherlands don't, don't pass. I don't remember which one, uh, but it was a few, few years ago and uh, it was a really nice game. And, uh, you know, this uh, atmosphere in stadium is something different that you watching on TV or even in pub or, or, or some fan zone or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's also going to be exciting for the players that at least some people will yeah. be in the stadiums yeah. during yeah, the Euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after this season, that they actually have so yeah, so on, only only uh, noises from from speakers, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this yeah, empty exactly. stadium is uh, really sad, yeah, because yeah. Uh, so without atmosphere, it's quiet. And... Mm-hmm. We have one final question that we've been asking uh, yeah. all of our guests, and it's um, if you could go for a beer with the player past or present from Poland, who would it be, and why? Uh, of course, Robert Lewandowski, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, now he's amazing and uh, he made a really good job. And I think now he's top player and even beat uh, Ronaldo and Messi because yeah. this is his year and I hope in, in Euro uh, he will keep this, this level and just make his uh, best job to to beat everyone, even Spain. I hope so. Yeah, Poland. Poland will need him to yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, beat yeah, Spain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, and best best of luck. Yeah, for that. thank you very much. <laughs> Are you going to be back in Poland for the some of the games, or what is there? Uh, I don't have any tickets. I uh, make some. Mm, you know, lottery for ticket here in Denmark, but uh, my plan for holiday just changed, and I'm going at 13 of uh, June, and uh, the match with uh, I don't remember with who. It's uh, at 17, so even if I get a ticket, uh, it will be not possible yeah, for not me to time. to go for 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 the match. But in, in Poland, maybe if I get some tickets, uh, I will be able to go for this match. Uh, maybe, maybe I will try. Adam, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the podcast. No problem. Thank you very much also. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure. And I wish a good, good tournament for Poland and you get to yes. enjoy it wherever you are watching yeah. it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a nice evening. Have yeah. a good evening, man. Thank yeah. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.